Well, what's happening? Your chick. Wait, no, I'm not doing that again. That's, <laughs> That's too much energy. Oh my. My eardrums don't. By fire, by force. This is the By Fire By Force podcast. I'm your host, Ben Bola. Today we've got Mo and, Na- and Naomi in the studio. What are you guys telling me? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Name uh, did you sign off? No, no, it's Joe. I'm sorry. What? That intro was amazing, man. Yeah, I'm Mo. You, must, uh, you may have um, heard my soothing voice in episode, I believe, two. <clears throat> You've actually got a soothing voice. Don't gas him up, please. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> Hair's getting big, boy. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. My bad, my bad. I bugged out. Shit. Um, yeah. Are you not going to introduce our other guests as well? Um, I mean, they're not actually like... You know what? I mean, they're in the room, innit? Like, we got Junior in it and... Sorry, what's the name again? Amira, that's it. Wow. How rude, Bims. I, apolo- I apologise. Bims bombs? It, wait, hold on. It's a mirror, isn't it? It's a mirror, isn't it? <laughs> Your name? Your name's a mirror, yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. it? Uh, cool. see, see? I know her name. Cool. A mirror and junior people. Alright. Today's... Why are you man clapping? <laughs> um, Someone's got a cheer for us. Today's topics are... Well, the first one is colorism. In case you don't know, colorism is prejudice against people who have a darker skin tone and or the preferential treatment of those who are the same race. What do you think about that? Like, especially in the, in the entertainment industry. Oh, that's a big thing. I mean, Lowe's made it. That's just one example. <laughs> Ashaki on the beat. Yeah, that's what rare. was that? <laughs> like, that one week of fame was just crazy. She, there was no talent. I don't know, bro. It's a real thing, man. In this industry as well. What else? Mm. There was a, there was something else that crossed my mind earlier. Um, I forgot. <laughs> like even um, you know when you got a JD. Yeah. They're all light skins. The workers are all light skinned <laughs> Like the the criteria, the judge criteria is just light skinned I haven't seen that. Maybe because where I live, it's like majority white people. Where are you from? I live in Romford. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. It's still London Borough of hey, <laughs> <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> no, What's but Romford? before that, I lived in what's it, Dagenham. So, oh. so it's like the equivalent of Croydon, but like... So basically Barkingside. I lived, not even Barkingside, it's Barking and Dagenham. That's past uh, Barking. I don't even it's know It's like Edge of there. Essex. But it's East London. It's not London. It's not London. This is the love claim in London. <laughs> this no, size, bro. It's, it's not even Greater London. You know the crime rate is actually like one of the highest in London right now. Where? And you're proud. Okay. I'm not proud. First, I don't first, it's not in London. <laughs> I fled. <laughs> okay, let's not get onto the debate about that because I've had so many, <laughs> so many heated, heated discussions. Them Croydon and food, forget about it. But yeah, man. I even remember one time going Croydon in it. I wanted to book Via Run. It said out of coverage area. How? No, Croydon's actually a different place. It should be actually like named its own like section. <laughs> it is. 
Croydon. No one says I'm like going to go South trams. London. They've got trams there, bro. From They split it into East, West, North and South. <laughs> like, that place isn't in London, fam. Golly. Nah. It's just a different town. Yeah, so... What were, yeah, so what were you saying? Colorism. Yeah, so... Like, when you go to JD or when you go to these places, it's like... They just look for light-skinned people. And it's like... Why? Why is it like that? Because you got... Imagine, like, you got one light-skinned person, she ain't got no... Um, what's the word? She ain't got no qualifications. She's completely useless and irrelevant at the job. But then you got someone else who's, like... Maybe you got, like, a Caucasian or a black person who's, like... They got the qualifications. They fit the role perfectly. But just because of the skin tone, they're, like... They don't fit the... The criteria. Are you saying this from experience or do you? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) You saw the person who got the roller. What a dumbass line. (laughs) Not even. Oh, do you know someone that like went through this? Yes. Yeah. Kind of. Hypothetical situation, like godly, but even even linking back to the um, in the industry, like in TV shows and films, like if you watch House Party, yeah, there's a I forgot the character's name, but you know, Tisha Campbell, my yeah. wife and kids, Jay, yeah, my wife yeah, and kids. Yeah. so she's like the, the light skinned, um, the so- she was portrayed as the softie, she had like a best friend who was dark skinned. And she was the mean, aggressive one. And even if you look through com- like, com- like black comedies, black films, yeah. you usually get that type of stereotype. It's, mm. it's been going on since like, forever. forever. Like, even in the, like, what I was saying about the entertainment industry, like you've got Ray Black and, oh, I, for- I forgot her name, Nadia Rose. Like, them two, yeah, they're banging artists. But they're only now getting the exposure. And even now, they should, they're supposed to be above the level yeah. that they're at now. And it's like, you've got Mabel, who I can't lie, she kind of buff, yeah, but still, like, as an artist, she ain't that good, in my opinion. That links to that pretty privilege. That's a real thing. Mm. Uh, some of them just don't get the recognition they deserve. They are they are talented, but... <clears throat> but it's tough in these streets. But know? like we said, like, even when you don't, like, think about, like, the film industry or industry in general... Like colorism is like that per like within a race, so it's happening within a race. So it's just like because obviously I know it happens a lot. It like in when it like comes around to like black people, and I know that happens actually within the Asian community yeah. as well. So it's just like I don't know how it came about. Is it like linked to? Well, when you think of America, etc., you probably it's probably like linked to slavery as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it comes to about maybe superiority. Yeah, yeah. And they, they let the 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 light skins in the house. Yeah, the dark skins were out in the field and that. Even a bit of history, like even one guy was telling me earlier that in terms of like skin tones, like in terms of slaves, like the darker they were, the further they worked away from the house. So the light skinned people, they worked inside the house mm. whilst the darker people like my complexion you, your complexion <laughs> like they worked like away like far away in the fields yeah. away from the yard mm-hmm. and it's like so it's been going on for years generations like for me anyway like even like when you say that and I think about it because I kind of had a conversation about my dad 
and because obviously it's happening within a race would you say that like at the same time it's kind of like a I don't want to say slavery mindset mm. but because it's been instilled in people that they've it's been so hard to get out of that mindset so they're actually kind of like infiltrating it into life like like modern day because like yeah. even now yeah. okay like for me I'm Nigerian so I haven't come from that like direct background but like living in London or living in <laughs> living in England I've seen that a lot as well because yeah. like, I remember when I was younger then there used to be this thing about like light-skinned girls yeah, yeah. and that God used to really damn. piss me off as well because I know I'm light in complexion but I've never seen myself as oh I'm, I'm a light-skinned girl like, I remember one time when someone said to me oh you can do that because you're light-skinned and that used to really piss me off because I was just like why should other people be given privileges because of their skin colour? So it's just like, how do you get that out of people? Because like now, when you go on Instagram and stuff, there is more like black girl love mm. and you see it a lot more. But at the same time, would you say that like, I don't know, it's a bit weird, but would you say like also European beauty has an aspect for that, maybe for us that haven't come from maybe the background of slavery as well? Because like for me, I stopped wearing weaves mm. because I was just like, it kind of you're still kind of conforming to a beauty that is not kind of part of, it's not part of your beauty as well. Yeah. So it's just like, even though we try and say, oh, black love, etc., but we're still kind of, it's like we still can't yeah. get away from that idea or the, the ideas behind slavery and stuff like that. It's kind of deep. That was fantastic, <laughs> that. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're just programmed as a society to like, the lighter, the lighter skin tones, because yeah. even when even the whole dark and white aspect is like from cartoons and whatnot, you're always taught that um, black is bad, white is yeah. good, light is good, dark is bad. So it, that comes into like we're just only starting to be more aware of it now and start yeah. to try and change, but it's still there. Like we'll subconsciously like conform to it without knowing. Yeah. So. The more we speak about it, the more it gets known, and the more we try and undo it. <clears throat> I think another thing, because I was talking to like one of my friends, she's um, Indian, and like we, because basically I went to, <laughs> I went to um, like I said, a majority white school. So I remember a point in my life where I legit, I basically wanted to be white, because there were only like four black people in my year, so it was really difficult, like as a young person, to see like like role models or people around that look like you. Mm. So. Mm. Even, like, she said that she was thinking of, like, she wanted to be white. And I was just thinking, even though there are people starting to make, like, um, they're, like, people are starting to become influential. But even when I was watching TV recently, I was looking at, like, shampoo adverts. And you never see anything for, like, Afro hair. Never. I've never seen that. Like, curly hair, nothing. And I was just like... So it's that silky, too, yeah. The L'Oreal thing. Yeah. And this is like this is probably one of the issues as well that probably links to colorism because we're seeing this on the TV, so we're seeing it on the TV, social media, etc., etc. That you're gonna have little kids or people going through puberty and stuff, and they're just seeing that. Then that's why they think that what's it that they need to look like this. Yeah. And I remember even watching the documentary on YouTube because I watch Hello, and um, a lot because obviously people are bleaching their skin as well. They're doing this yeah, like everywhere yeah. now. Like black people are bleaching their skin, and for what? That shit is horrible, man. Yeah, it's bad for your skin as well. Like <laughs> 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 those benzines. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, man, you're right. That shit is everywhere. Like that shit's crazy. Even Black China recently, she opened. She started her yeah, own. So yeah, her own her own line of bleaching creams. Yeah, just go. She went to Nigeria just to promote yeah. it. Oh, all places. That that shit is poisonous. Like it's like we're taught not to love ourselves in the skin exactly. that we were born in, yeah. and that oh, this is the the perfect way mm. bleaching your skin. You'll be prettier this way, Thanks. and it just gets to people because that's because they see um <clears throat> I don't know people that they admire yeah. like preferring that type, yeah. so they all want to go and do it now just yeah. to be preferred like. Like, it's also a lack of self-esteem, yeah. like, and also the um, people that you look up to, like, all these Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner type of people, it's like, they're kind of, they're, they're really poisonous um, people to look up to. But, like, even them, like, forget them, like, for now, because they're, they're, like, they're not black. Like, when you look at, like, black China, it's like but a black person. I don't person. mean them, I just mean, like, those kind of, like, celebrities. Like, even, oh, like, Black China. Yeah. In terms of, like, body image and all of that and how you should look as well. It's in the same sense of that white people is what you should look like yeah. as opposed yeah. to your own skin colour and your own body type. But even, sorry, <laughs> even like, yeah, like I agree with that, but like, you know when you see like someone from your own oh, race yeah. so doing you it, do this, like, then you're like, seeing little kids, like I remember I was watching something else and this girl talked about, because obviously at the same time when she was going through school, people were making fun of her because of her skin colour. Like it's like when you start seeing stuff like that, then other people have seen it, then they're just making it look as if you're wrong or you're not supposed to be in society. Mm. And, like, it's just, like, how how can you do this? How do you think you can uplift, like... Because a lot of these people that are in the, like, what's it, the public eye, okay, if you don't want to be a role model, but you're in, like, the public eye, and you've got to think about, like, the young girls, like, for example, that are going to be looking at you and thinking there's something wrong with their skin, then, because they're not the only ones thinking it and other people are seeing it, it's going to get portrayed and that's when it just goes down like a whole different path. Also, yeah, peer pressure plays a part uh, into yeah. this. I 100% like, agree with that. Sorry, I'm just a guest came in but I had to put my point across. Um, yeah, I'm Junior from Hackney uh, and just trying to keep it really formal. Um, I definitely agree with like all the stuff with uh, the black culture and how a lot of gentrification is happening in society today where there's a lot of... Um, you know, change in terms of the environment, like, you know, the, like, difference, like, you know, like, they're trying to make it all flowery, but that doesn't stop the problems because the problems are still happening. And I feel like a lot of us need to just... I feel like I even uh, had a, an actually an honour to speak with the mayor, actually, um, not that kind of, like, long ago. And I just told him, basically, it's not about, you know, you can bring all these celebrities to come into the hood to help out, but I think the main thing is you're a product of your own environment. And in terms of that, meaning is that you can't, like, I'm not going to, you know, if you're in a certain area and born in a certain area, you're not going to be in a certain way. And I feel like you need to be in a different environment in order to be a better person. And I feel like a lot of these youngsters that go around doing these sort of stuff, they need to have a change of environment. That way they're able to change and to be a better person in society. Whereas, you know, all they want to do is just put all these money into like charities and stuff. And it's not making a difference it's not making any change and it's a shame because we all have a potential to succeed and to do better with ourselves but it's like more time we like to put each other down and another thing as well is you know black people you know don't really help we don't help each other like that's a fact and 
people might judge me for that, but we don't help each other. Of course. No, true. I mean, true. you name you name me one successful black business. You can't name me a successful black business. You see Asians, Turkish, they all have shops, name shops all the time. You see them mm-hmm. having different kind of shops and you see the family bond. But when you see black people, there's envy, jealousy. There's, 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 there's you know, stereotype within their own race on a constant basis. And I'm not being a hypocrite because, you know, things still happen, you know, when you're in a certain area and you are a product of your own environment. But at the same time, it's more of, you see a lot of people, like, like I said again, back to like, uh, you know, other minorities, you see the bonds together. You see the love they have together. You see the sort of bond. You see them move success. You see there's no hatred. There's no, it's like they all see each other's families. Like you touch one, the rest are coming through. Whereas blacks, it's like, we've been completely lost. And a lot of people feel like, yeah, like, like I said again, I'm not trying to be a hypocrite, but then it's like, you see even in today's day, we're buying clothing and this and that, and, you know, moving like, yeah, we're, you know, we're still, you know, like moving forward. But at the end of the day, you know, we might not be, not, I won't say us in general, but I'll say, you know, people that went through the slavery, you know, they're still chained up mentally. I feel like they're still chained up mentally because you still see these people aspiring to be like these sort of people and then you have these sort of, you know, role models, you know, you know, they might be talking about their life however, whatnot, but they're still, you know what I mean? It's just like a lot of things has to change. I mean, it's not even by words, it's just a, a, a big change has to happen. And I feel like with black people, we need to learn how to come back with that unified you need to be be able to be unified and to come together and be like okay cool this is what i want to do help each other out because a lot of races like i said again are probably you know this is why we get constantly stereotyped on a daily basis because we don't know how to confine within ourselves we don't know how to kind of come together and be like okay this is what's going on um this this that instead a black guy and a black guy walking past each other there's tension and it happens all the time. There's always tension, like when a black guy and a black guy, like you know what I mean, like because I'll keep it. Lo- Listen, you might think I'm talking shit. I'll give you an example. Go outside now and watch a white and a white guy walk past each other. You won't see any tension. A black and a black. If it's a black or a girl or a black guy or a guy or a black girl, there's always tension all the time. Every single time, there's always some sort of tension. Like ah, oh, this is this, this is that. And I'm not afraid to say it because I feel like it happens in society all the time. And I feel like there's a a huge change has to happen and you just gotta look into it but yeah that's just a little bit of me man so um hi this is me when i have a surprise guest so i want to touch on a few points that genie just said so in regards to how you're talking about businesses that are always generally owned by asians and turkish people so i'm an asian indian and i find it really surprising how you have the mentality that like asians are a lot more unified in terms of rather than the black community because as an outsider in terms of being Indian, when I see black guys running to black guys, they're always spudding and saying, hi, what's up? Or they're doing the head nod or whatever it is, right? Acknowledging each other, as opposed to I've never ever seen a white person or a Turkish person or an Asian do that ever to that kind of people. We kind of just walk past each other, ignore each other. We don't, we don't care about each other. Mm. We're like, no, you're not one of us, even though we actually all are. And I find it interesting the fact that I've never ever seen any black girls do that to other black girls. They don't acknowledge each other. They don't say that. So I feel like it's more it, it, the dynamics between male and male and female and female within the black community is a lot more different. And it's also the fact that even when you talk about how like white people walk past each other in the streets, 
and there's no tension there i think that comes from the fact that black people are so victimized in society and they go through mm. so much shit that they're always on guard mm. and they always have to stay on the fence that mm. is this person gonna be an enemy to me or they're gonna be an ally so it, it comes from that sense like even when within your own community your own people you have to be on guard you always have to be on your tiptoes mm. like is this person gonna fight me are they gonna yeah. are they gonna cause problems that's with true. me and i think that's where that comes from 100%. but yeah i find it really really interesting because despite the fact that we come from entirely different backgrounds when it comes to ethnicity we still have the same mentality or the same thinking of how we view other people and the fact that we think that our own communities aren't as unified as other communities whereas i'm coming from an asian community saying asian communities are the least unified that i've ever witnessed mm. as opposed to other communities i've witnessed and yeah. other ethnicities right. so i i feel like it's more of a problem of just humans yeah trying to be more unified with humans Correct. and just being more decent to humans 100%. because i don't actually feel like any community is actually like each other and they mm. I, they i feel like everyone's always just fighting each other mm. I, I mean i uh I honestly agree with that. Uh, it's just, you know, I honestly agree with uh, with what you said, and it's you know it's it's a hundred percent. I do agree with you know with what you said in terms of the community and stuff and how a lot of things have changed. But the matter of the fact is, you're seeing it in real life and you're seeing it in society. I mean, I do know where you're coming from. Like I said, back to it. It's always tension. It's like it's like, this is why we're considered not me, i.e., not myself or him, or him, or you black in terms of yeah. black people meaning there's always tension in terms of like it's like an it's like it's like this is why we get classified as animals because there's always tension <laughs> there's always like tension all the time yeah like you it's see like, that it's like, cat, it's like it's like it's like a kayak it's like it's always on the high when it's a pounce and it's just like and we wonder why oh black lives matter black lives matter but then again i'm not being a, i mean i feel like humans matter like, why does it have to be just black people yeah because we've been through a lot of shit but we're getting shot in these streets <laughs> it's, but to then, bring, again, it's to bring more attention to the fact that these are the people that are being more abused rather than any other communities i think it's i, I agree yeah okay definitely all humans matter but it's the point of bringing the attention to that specific problem yeah. in when you say black lives matter yeah i feel like a lot of black people just need to change their mentality i think it starts from the head before it hits down because black people just don't understand the fact this is why like you know i feel like black people like I'm not going to say, because me personally, I'm not a racist. I love every race. I don't even see race. I mean, I see you as a human being. I see you as a human being. Everyone is Because we're all humans. At the end of the day, we're going to die. Like, we're going to go back into the soil and we're going to meet, like, our creator. Like, and that's just the simplest fact of it, however we like it or not. But the matter of the fact is, is that I personally feel like with, with black people, like, like, even with white people, not be, like I said, I'm not being racist, but then it's like, a lot of them, I'd, I'd say a lot of them, like, you see them come across as being racist. I Personally, I feel like racism is ignorance because I can never walk across, I can never walk across a white man and hate him. For what reason? Like, there's no reason. It's like, how can I hate you if I don't even know you? You could be the nicest person I've ever met. You know, you could be the person that could actually save my life or actually embedded me or make me as a better person. But most people you know, want to claim that stereotype as black people doing this, black people doing that, black people. But you don't, at the end of the day, you don't know what they've been through. Like, I'm not going to lie, as a black as a whole, we've been through a lot mentally, like, the, through generations and generations, during slavery, during, I mean, because remember, slavery wasn't abolished not that long ago. It was like 400 years ago. That might sound like a long time, but it wasn't that long ago. And even, not even, I don't know about your forefathers or, but speaking for myself, I, I don't have a, 
you know, that sort of background because my surname against African, so it's not English. But at the end of the day, it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, I, I do feel like personally, like I go back to Asians and other races, I feel like we need to be more unified. Like hearing from an Asian person, you're, you're saying that that's the case. And you know what? I have to agree with that. But it's just from what I see. Like I see a lot of Turkish. I see a lot of Asians. They build a dynasty together. And okay, like like you said, they walk past each other. They mind their own business. Yeah, that's how it should be. It should it should it really and truly it shouldn't be a, a you know a slight way of hate walking past each other. But and you can't really say that all black people are like like that. Okay, fair enough. The way yeah. we have okay, I'm not speaking for every black person, but right. for some of us, it's a thing where we have a dog-eat-dog world mentality right. where we see the world as a business. we got to keep climbing to get to where we need to be, to to get to the top of our game, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm, okay, fair enough, it should be like that, that like we should be unified, we yeah. should be together, mm-hmm. we should sit together, not just as blacks, but as all people, yeah, you know what I'm 100%. saying? But I won't say that all... All black people are like that. No, 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 100%. I, I 100% agree with that. Like, not all black people are all the same. There's a lot of good black people that still, like Amira said, back to saying that there's a lot of black people that go around spudding each other, wagwan, you good, you know, showing that unity, showing that love. Like, but then there's the majority of them. Like, like I said again, just go out there and do the research. We leave here today. Do the research for yourself. You can literally see it point blank in your face. And I see it all the time. And I feel like a lot of black people don't confine to this. Like, it's going to start off slow, but small steps are better than no steps. And I feel like black people need to understand that, like, they 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 keep on confining in, like, seeing all these people, for example, they want to be the best, they want this, they want the latest this, they want the latest that, they want the latest, they want the latest that. But at the end of the day, we're still, we're still, like, we're still in that mentality. And this is why a lot of, like I said again, I'm not being racist, but a lot of white people, I'd say, they still look at us as like, like these lot. But they still, r- they still in that mentality because at the end of the day, you see the richest man in the world, and this could just be like per- preference. The richest man in the world, plain, plain guy. But then when you see like these black people, they always have to show something. It's like you see them rocking up this, rocking up this, rocking up that. At the end of the day, look, listen, it's it's the truth, it's the fact, and this is why we get stereotyped for it all the single time. They're thinking, yeah, okay, cool, we got them this, we got them that, but they're still in that slavery mentality. We still got them at um um at their um um at where we want them. And I'm not scared to say, it, and this is what I'm saying. I would say to anyone because I know I see in these 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 American films. I see in these even in with the celebrities. I see it with them. They feel like yeah, they have to confine us. They're trying to be like the next big thing and this and that. But they always have that master. And who's that master bottom of over them? It's always some next white man or something. And they feel like they no the majority of it. Let's be honest. Like let's really be honest. And this is why. And they they want to confine in it so much. They want to feel like they're so important. And then they treat other people like they're nothing. You see all these celebrities like acting in a way like towards other people. Like you see just celebrities in general. Like you see the way they act, especially even blacks. And I feel like that's one thing that's just been lost. And it's just like, why do you have to behave like that? But you can't really place just black people in that category. Like the whole category of, oh, we want to start for the gram. It's not just black people. It's like, it's like, it's just people as a whole. It's Mm. just, people with the mentality that they just want to look good 
even if they ain't got jack shit, is a thing they just want to look good for no, them. No, but that's what no, I'm saying. Black, that's the... black people are known for that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Black people are known for always stunting to try and achieve and to look in a certain manner. It's because we have them. It's because like, like people joke about four one nine. Like Nigerians do fraud, but a lot of the time when you look at Nigerians, like as you said, like for me when my what's it my mom goes to what's it and. And what's it to buy like African food? Mm-hmm. You'll never see a black person no. um, own the shop. No. It's not most majority of the time you don't see a black person. It'll usually be an Asian, exactly. Asian person, Asian person yes. that owns the shop. And one of the reasons, like for me, that I believe that this is the case is because we never think long term. A lot mm. of black people and a lot of young people, this is like where we say that the mentality like really needs to change. Is that we always think short term. We don't want to put the effort in mm. to actually work, to actually get something that is sustainable. Mm-hmm. So this is why a lot of people do things. They like to stunt. They like to stunt for the gram. They'll find any way to, was it, carry loan to come and buy to come and buy a shoe, carry loan to come and carry girl to whatever, because they want to look as if they're living, they're living that lifestyle, whereas they have, literally they've got nothing. Mm. So it's, it's all about the mentality. And unfortunately, I don't know, I don't know if it's just this... It's not even just this country, to be honest, because you probably see it in Nigeria, mm-hmm. from what I've heard. You see it in America, probably. Mm-hmm. So it's just... It's just the mentality of, like, they're not good enough and it's trying to show people that they are, in my opinion. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think, I think the reason most people do it is because they're trying to prove a point, whether it's to people who have made them feel throughout their lives or because of society the way they treat people that you know what i am worth it you know what i made it so haha to you like Mm -hmm. look at me now kind of thing it's about proving a point i think in my opinion from what i see because yeah when i look at like white people's instagram stuff like that all they post is their friends pictures them out partying on the weekends you know generic teenage lifestyle pictures or whatever it is or even when they adults work and that's what they tend to post but yeah when i look at black people or whatever it is there and so on it's, it's literally always stunting and i think that is literally solely for the point to prove that you know what i'm okay whether it's i'm okay without you or i made it on my own or you thought i wasn't worthy enough or i was never gonna make it because of my skin color or because of what society says but i did and i have to prove it and i think that's where the whole thing comes into where they end up wasting their money trying to show the world that they are worthy or they can mm. make it but they end up, like you said, not thinking long term and wasting their money, and then they're kind of screwed in the future. Yeah, yeah, I, I hundred percent agree with it as well. Like it's just that's just the way it's. I feel like it's um it's something that we need to be able to deal with. I feel like it's not it's it's gonna take time, but it will change, and I feel like we will change as one. But the most important thing is we need to learn unity. I think we're beginning to understand unity. Mm. Just like we're, we're starting to promote black businesses more. Mm. Huh? Oh. <laughs> we're starting to promote black businesses more. We're starting to uplift each other. You see it a lot on social media. I mean, like, it weren't like this a couple years ago, but now we're starting to gain weight, starting to move fast. And I agree with what you're saying about how we have this competitive nature, we want to show off and floss, but now we, like, it starts within us, we can't let someone else tell us what we have to do, we have to, we have to break the barrier ourselves, we have to show people on the outside what we're really doing, we have to uplift each other, and 100%, that's, that's 100%. already begun with, like, businesses like Crepes and Cones, mm. you know, they, they went from music to owning their own chain of restaurant, like, a, they open their own restaurant, but then there are people that, 
deliberately go out their way to just try and break them down. They were, I remember when uh, Crepson Cones first opened, I used to see threads on threads on threads on threads on Twitter about how bad their food is, or how how long they had to wait and shit like that. But mm. it's a black business, you know what I'm saying? You got black mm. owners. Mm. Like, at least respect what they're doing for the community and shit like mm. that. Another thing as well was that sorry my brother, but there that was some real shit he said. Another thing I want to get onto that for like as well is, you know, in terms of black people killing each other. Now I'm not gonna be a hypocrite because obviously me coming from a place in Hackney, being you know seeing a lot of stuff, and you know I know I'm not the, probably the only person, but a lot of people going through a lot of stuff as a whole, you know, like different races and stuff, and then like other, uh, you know, like black people going around, you know, doing all the, the gun crime and the knife crime and all that sort of stuff. I personally feel like, I know it sounds sad, but the reality and the honest truth of it is I feel like black people, well, I'd say, I feel like, honestly, I feel like the other, like, like I'm not being racist or whatever, but like, I feel like personally, like some white people, they, or the people in control, they know that this is happening to us. They know that this is happening to us. They want to keep. They want to let it. They want to keep on letting it happen. Like they, they could. They can. This. They can yeah. stop. They can stop the whole gang crime. I'm telling you now. I can slap on mothers. I can slap fifty pounds right now. Yeah. If a black guy tried to go and dead Prince Charles right now, what do you think will happen? They will stop gang crime immediately because as soon as it hits home, that's it. It's case closed. But the thing with it is that they want us to keep on killing each other and thinking, yeah, just because now, like, think of it, like, really deep. And my big brother made me deep this. And even he was an ex-gang member. But he's not even in the gang and he's doing some productive stuff with himself now. But it's just like, even he said similar things to me. He said to me, ah, oh, um, he said, um, bro, be honest, yeah, just because he doesn't really listen to so much music like this. But one guy called SI, you know SI? Yeah. Gentleman. Gentleman got 20 million views, yeah? Now, who is the person that's behind it? Who is the record evil, the, the record, the record like label that was actually behind that song? That song is, the song is hard. I'm not going to lie to you. See, I'm not fake about it. But the song is so negative, talking about dead in a guy. And this song is getting played out. This is, make this. see that sort of talent, not saying he ain't got talent, but other people out there have so much more talent and they just unseen. They know they like they trying their hardest. They're so unseen, but they rather let all these negative people talk all these negative bars to make it more out there than the real authentic people that are trying to make it in this scenery. It's just really sad. Like it's a really it's a sad thing. I feel like yeah, just yeah. Uh, before, just quickly before we move on, I just want to say one thing. In terms of crime or gang crime, it's never gonna stop. Do you know what I mean? Like it's only been highlighted now. Yeah, highlighted. Yeah, now, it's yeah. been highlighted now. But it's the thing, it's never going to stop. There will always be crime. And as long as there are always as long as there are always gangs, mm. there will always be gang crime. So even if they try to lock it down, there will always be gang crime regardless. Mm. Can I say something real quick? I agree. I always have this conversation with friends and stuff like that about the fact that when it comes to crimes within the black community, yeah, or black kids committing crimes or whatever it is, you're right. They could stop it if they wanted to. I completely agree with that. Yeah, it wouldn't be completely. It wouldn't completely go away. They wouldn't stop everything, but they could cut it down by a huge majority. And they choose not to. I think because they want to keep it, us in that. exactly it allows people to control. It, it allows them to control the perception of black people and continue to put the black community down as well as 
indoctrinating white people into seeing black people as things that they are not and i always say this as well that when it comes to like drug lords and stuff like that how many times have you ever in the newspaper read about a drug lord being convicted or, or, or finally being captured of this many years how many times have there ever been a black person i've never ever seen them be a black person they're always a mexican or they're a white person mm. these the people who are all high up there they ain't mm. even black they use the black community they use the, the the lack of privilege and the lack of opportunities they have to mm. keep people down and 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 let people believe that they're the ones that are actually causing all of this when in reality the worst of drugs and the worst of all of this has all started from people that aren't even black That's but true. it gets blamed on them That's no but yeah, i agree with that but like this <laughs> the problem is i understand that like black people have had less opportunities and stuff but we also allow ourselves to be used. I agree with that. Because, like, when you see it sometimes, like, if the black person's getting caught, like, surely do you not think that you're, like, in the pyramids, that yeah. somehow you're going to get caught? Then there's mm. nothing you can do when you go to prison. And that's sometimes when they now learn that they shouldn't have been, been in that situation in the first place. Because I've seen a lot of instances where... Like, nowadays, I know that black people, especially, like, where I've come from, they've they're now getting more opportunities to do stuff like that I wasn't able to do within my area. Mm. So when you see them stray, you can't, sometimes they can't use the excuse that they weren't given the opportunity because I've seen people get opportunities, better opportunities than the school I went to. And because I went to a, good, like, a pretty good school, there are things that I've like, people got to go to parliament, etc. Mm. I I wasn't able to do that. So it's just like, it's now seeing what they want mm. because I'm not going to say that music Music, to be honest, it does have an influence. It influences a lot because when like people also hearing about music, what's it? They're hearing money. They're hearing clothes, etc. All these young people that they their minds aren't. They don't know. They're still like finding their way. A lot of them, like stories I've heard, they will quickly like grab onto that because that's an easy way to make money, mm. and that's how they also then drift away from the opportunities that they're actually been given in school. And it really annoys me because I've seen that happen. I've seen it where, and it's not even like just the opportunity. Their parents are trying. Like for me, like seeing people like your parents have come from Nigeria, your parents are working three jobs for you mm. to go and stab someone and go to prison. Mm. Like that's what I've seen, mm. and I know people like that. So it's just like, what are you actually doing? For, it's like people aren't valuing what they also have. Mm. So it's just like. Like, I understand people, like, people are using us, but at the same time, we're also allowing ourselves to be used. Mm. Because if we see that we don't have as much privilege, we we should be using that as an opportunity to, to now, hard. yeah, to work hard and to get mm. out and to actually prove people wrong. Because this is the thing. So this is why people have stereotypes of black people as well. Because the thing is, we're, we're walking into traps, basically. And we're not showing them, oh, black people don't do this. Like, for me, when I went to a, a white school, basically, I had to make sure that I didn't, like, fit into what they think black people are because yeah. mm. it really pissed me off because I've seen the ignorance with a lot oh, of white shit. people and especially in the suburbs and where rich people just have this perception like they just mm. think black people are just money section boys and clothes mm. so it's just like it's about kind of moving away and like even with my uni like obviously that like I've seen that they're trying to get a lot of people into finance and it's all also about leadership like so it's just like there are there are the opportunities out there and also at the same time you've also got to want to get out of that lifestyle mm. in a clean way. Yeah, that's my contribution. <laughs> I think it's alright that 
people make their decisions and they put themselves in their own yeah. situations. But yeah, I think that comes down to what Jimmy said about the fact that you know this, the the environment you're in it really does influence yeah. you. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with it as well. That's that's definitely what it is. Um, yeah, I mean that topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick, yeah, let's just move on before we just drag on over time um <laughs> all right cool the next one is um so what do you guys think do you guys think that money can buy happiness to an extent i agree with that. i agree it can same here like, i agree it can 101 wait hold on who said wait you said it's to an extent, <laughs> to an extent what definitely. why why to an extent because say Okay, so for example, I'm going to use me as an example for right. I live in care. I grew up with a single mom, very little money. If we had money, if I had money right now, if I won the lottery right now, my life would be entirely different. I wouldn't have to worry about being on the streets and becoming homeless in a year or two if I don't get a place. Mm-hmm. Right? So if I was on the streets, I would be miserable, but I would eventually kill myself. I know that because I've done it once and I could not go through it again. Yeah. So, yeah, money can buy happiness because when we spoke about this earlier, you said that the conditions you live in the environment you live in all of that influences your levels of happiness your mm. quality of life especially is so important if you have a decent home to live in you have enough money to be able to buy groceries and have a decent meal mm. or even just have company over something so small being able to hang out with friends the f- if you don't have enough money to be able to feed yourself you don't have energy to socialize you lose all your friends you're mm. done you, you become you go into this black hole of depression and it's mm. so hard to That's put true. yourself back together once That's you true. fall apart so it's the simple fact of yeah money makes life easier and henceforth brings you happiness in that sense yeah mm. also you can buy a portion that makes you really happy mm. or whatever it is but after time if you keep receiving money you have a certain amount of money you exceed the limits you actually need in terms of to you know just be comfortable yeah. in life yeah. you have excess amounts and you don't know what to do with it then it comes to that point where you're you you're so used to receiving happiness from money that you no longer are even happy because you have everything money can give you yeah. and then what happens is you forget how to be happy without the money bringing you the happiness and i think that's where you have to know where the limits are and the extent then stops there I agree with everything that Maria just said. I just wanted to add something to that. Like as we spoke before, when you um, I said to an extent because um, yeah, if your if your if your way of life isn't as good without money, then when you get money, it will change. You can do this and that about it. But mm. there's one example that I just thought of. Um, Demar Derozan. He's a he's a basketball player. Oh yeah. And obviously, when you're in the NBA, as soon as you sign that contract, rookie or not, you're making millions off yeah. the bat. Yeah. But so now that you've got money, you should be. Like 100%, you should be happier mm. in life, yeah. But he came out, he's like one of like one of the first few basketball players, like if ever, that come out and said, like, I have money, but I'm not happy. Mm. So now he's got millions, he's got he's he made he's looking at a hundred million, hundred million dollars in a couple of years, but why ain't he happy? Because, um, and obviously, when you think of that, it's because now you've got more people to look out for, yeah, and then they're expecting shit from you because mm. you have money, and obviously, but- like. But isn't that more to do with the fact that you're a public figure, so you're constantly living up to people's expectations? Yeah, but when people, like if, like say your family, yeah, like not your immediate family, but cousins now, because you're a basketball player, oh, can I have some money? Can I oh, do this? They, yeah. They're expecting stuff from you, and you can't do it all because you've got your job. You got to be, they, you got you got eighty two games a season. You got to be playing yeah. your hardest every every night. Mm. You're a superstar, innit? Mm. But you can't look after everyone. So that, so now he's come out and said he's he's, he's been going through depression for some time. Because he has he has people to look after and they're expecting yeah. stuff from you. But if um, but let's say he retires now 
he yeah. ain't getting that money no more. Yeah. No one's going to be checking up on him because they know he ain't got no money. Mm. So that's what I think money... Personally, I think money does buy happiness, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But when you look at when you look at figures like that, and you can, you can yeah. understand why they're not happy, yeah, because people are expecting that they're forcing they're forcing him to look after him when they ain't done nothing for him. Yeah. If that makes sense. And that's basically yeah. why. I yeah, I feel like oh, yeah, I feel like there's a line. There's a difference between being grateful and being happy. Like, because you know when people say, "Oh, I'm happy. I've got life. I've got this." That's being grateful. That you can be grateful for stuff, but you can still be unhappy at the same time. Mm-hmm. But you can be unhappy and not be grateful at the same time. You see what I'm saying? So I just feel like there's a there's two different things between those two aspects. I think people tend to forget that if you're unhappy in life, if you get money, that's not necessarily going to change your circumstances and how you feel. Yeah, it may bring you momentary joy. It may bring you relief from stress. But if you... you happiness true happiness and peace and contentment which is what lives to, uh, which is what truly gives you good quality and if you can be happy about it yeah. yeah you have to know how to be able to be happy about it. it definitely brings you happiness but it doesn't bring you true contentment and peace and that's where people blur the lines and they seem to forget that you have to be able to find happiness and find that peace and contentment with what you have people that's what you said in terms of being grateful people are People are not grateful enough for what they have. They always look to other people and say, oh, I want this, I want that, I want a Porsche, I want a Lamborghini, I want this. Fair enough. Work for it, get it, achieve it. Congratulations, clap for yourself, you know, be proud. But, but you have to realise that that's not everything. And you have to, if that Lamborghini was to be taken from you, if you went bankrupt, you have to still be able to have some peace in your heart and still be happy without that money. If you can't be happy without materialistic things, then... You're in for a rocky ride, boy. Yeah. <laughs> like that's why I was I was thinking like when you like were talking about your points. It basically like the society we live in is very like um, it influences our happiness a lot. Because when you look at I don't know, when you look at kids in Africa and you see them like when I went to Nigeria, you see kids running about. Yes, they'll probably want more clothes or they want like more food, but because they don't, they're not comparing their lives to what they see like on social media it doesn't influence their happiness that much. And like when I think of happiness, because I had to do like a, I had to do an essay on this. And it's just like, basically a lot of people's happiness is, is based on like Amira said, like your quality of life, when you have food, when you have a like home, when you basically have the money to live a life without thinking of money. I think that's where your happiness gets to. Because I've heard like, you have cases where they're millionaires that have killed themselves because of like what depression then it gets you thinking okay so how can if or people like they what's it what was his name steve jobs mm. he had cancer the money didn't like the money didn't what's it save him yeah. he died in the end yeah. so it's just like to next and like how much can like money at the end of the day is supposed to be a tool to aid you in your happiness but the thing is people like people have said people uh, money is now seen as a goal to is now seen as happiness it has replaced happiness in my opinion for some people and this is why when they get it they still want more they still want more and they think it's going to keep bringing that happiness and i think people also forget that happiness and joy are very different things like happiness is a momentary like emotional feeling whereas you want that kind of peace that oh you have 
you have food, you have water, you don't have to think about bills, etc. And that's the, like Amira said, that's where the lines are really getting blurred. Yeah, like what you just said about money being a tool to aid in your happiness. I think people also need to understand why they're unhappy because I feel like you just can't be unhappy without knowing why. Because once you know why you're unhappy, so if you're unhappy about being a house and you have, and you got no money and you get, now get the house, your unhappiness is now solved because you got the house and you now got somewhere to live. But if it's something like what Mo was talking about earlier, where you're constantly living up to expectations, that's a bit of a sticky one. Cause you have to be satisfied. I think human nature is some, something that's so common within human nature is that you solve a problem and you replace it with another problem. Mm. You can never just, okay, this has gone now, relief. I'm okay now. Mm. And just enjoy that and be content and be satisfied and, you know, just be okay with that you people are always searching for the next problem the next solution the next problem the next solution people are always stressing they're overthinking as well most times 99 percent of the time they're stressing about things they can't even change things are going to happen the way that they're going to happen if you can't do anything to change it why are you stressing if you can do something to change it then there's no need to stress you know what you can do you got something you can do like it, it people overthink too much and they think that oh my god I'm going to solve this and then I'll be happy but like I said a problem is always replaced with a problem you're always going to have struggles no matter how big or small they're always going to be there that is life life is a test and it is just it is what it is yeah I think that kind of leads on to the next point or topic regarding materialism so in case you don't know materialism is basically the concept that materials and wealth are the most important things in life now especially for people our age people like as we were saying earlier people love to stunt like they love to like post up the gucci belt they'll tuck in the shirt they'll talk <laughs> just the to <laughs> pose, like, you know, like, like, yeah, <laughs> you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i actually hate when i see that i really do hate like, the gucci see- and then the trousers would be saggy and they're just, they're just so it's the loopholes like, and they're so skinny <laughs> then you see the air maxes or whatever with the massive Massive laces, I can't. Like they'll be sleeping on I a mattress. Can't. I don't know if you've seen the picture on Twitter or Insta when the guy's sleeping on a mattress and you could just see the on the lubes. You could just see the lube, just the red bit on the bottoms. God damn. And the mattress is hella dirty as well. <laughs> like it's what fuels our generation, man. Literally. <laughs> I think it ties into what we spoke about earlier in terms of um, there's money by happiness and as well as the stunting that people do. Because I feel like with materialism, you also think that if I have this, I'm going to be happy. Or if I have this, someone else is going to like me for having this. And then that's going to bring me happiness. It all kind of just links together. So would you say like it's an insecurity within the person? Because it's like people always trying to keep up with the next trend. Like, to a sense, it's just like, oh, you like, Mira said, if we don't, if I don't have it, will people like me? If I don't have it, are people going to laugh at me? Yeah. So what mm. if I buy my, what's it? My McQu- Someone buys McQueen's. If I just go to Primark and buy these, is someone going to see it? Them, <laughs> them overpriced Stan Smiths. I'm not going to like, they're nice though, but my, oh yeah, anyway. <laughs> 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 they're nice, yeah. 
Apparently, they're really hard to break in. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't so know. You're breaking your feet, just to flex on the grab. Like. You just be there. You just be there twisting your ankle anyhow. You gotta soak your foot when you go. <laughs> but them likes on this one was worth it, though. <laughs> oh my god. It's also, it's also about peer pressure and self-esteem. Like, especially people our ages. Like, if you don't have the latest. Air Forces mm. or um, Balmain or whatever, do you know what I mean? It's like we're seen as, oh, you ain't got that. You ain't got that. You're, you're looking wet. What's that? Why are you looking like that for? Do you know what I mean? Th- that was, that used to go on a lot back in school. Like, yeah. I just had, like, you had to, I ain't gonna lie, I used to do that myself in <laughs> school. Like, <laughs> no, nah, but I'll admit it, like, if you came to no. school after a holiday of a picky trim, like, <laughs> you were for the man, like, if your kickers are, if your Yo. kickers are worn out, you didn't get the fresh upgrade, then you were getting corn, didn't it? But, like, after school, you, I had to do a lot of self-learning, like, I, if I can respect the person, yeah. then what, what they have don't mm. bother me, what they have or what they don't yeah. have don't really affect me, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But yeah, man. I like, <laughs> so I think this is something I always talk, I, I think a few weeks ago, me and Jeannie actually had a conversation regarding this, and I said that it's so ironic in today's society that as soon as, like you said, we're going to use a trainer example, that as soon as a new trainer drops or whatever, I know nothing about trainers, by the way, I don't even, I own one pair and that's for gym. <laughs> but I feel like, do people even know what their own style is? Do people even realise what they actually like and don't like? Or do they just think, oh, this new trainer's coming out, everyone's posting it on Snap, so I have to get it. Oh, yeah, they look nice. Oh, yeah, this person likes it. And naturally indoctrinate, indoctrinated into thinking, oh, yeah, these are the latest ones, and yeah, because they're the latest and because everyone's getting them, oh, yeah, they must look nice, so therefore I like them and then I have to have them. And I think even like someone like me who was raised on very little money with a single mom who I originally went I, I studied at a private school for 11 years and that's only because my dad put me in there and then he left us when we were very young but my mum had to keep me in that school which was a shit school by the way she regrets not taking me out solely because if she had taken me out of the school people would have said oh it's because she can't afford it mm. because her husband left and even then me being the one child amongst all these rich kids in my class who had insane homes, insane cars, insane technology, their entire life, they had everything. And I struggled to even save up to, to buy a chocolate from the corner shop. And I think for me, even growing up, the way you mentioned in school and stuff like that, I think for me, I felt really, really crappy if I couldn't save up. People wouldn't even notice, but I would save up from a kid, from birthday money or Eid money and stuff like that, just to go and buy myself some new clothes for the non-uniform day or to save up and after a couple of years, years after people had gone, gotten their first laptop to get myself finally a laptop. Mm. So when they came to my birthday party, my mum would give me this laptop, pretending like it's a present from her, but in reality, I bought it for myself, mm. just so they can be like, oh yeah, Mira's got a laptop, a new laptop, blah, blah, blah. And I think that times into the whole materialism. I mean, as a kid, it's different because, you know, you don't know as much. You don't, yeah. you know... You, you just follow the is. trend. You follow the yeah. trends, yeah. As you grow older, you become more aware and you realise it doesn't really matter that much, at least I hope people realise. But, yeah, I think materialism really plays into the part into just even quality of life in terms of the amount you stress about money. Your parents are stressing about providing stuff for you so you're not fully then. It, it's insane. It's a vicious cycle. It all comes down to knowing who you are. If you're, yeah. if you don't know who you are, you're easily swayed. So you just like jump onto the next. I was gonna say the next train. You know, you just jump onto the next thing. So it's just like that's. Why I was even talking to my friend recently about like insecurities, like in the sense that um, it's not mere materialistic, but like 
she can't go shopping by herself. Or she said she can, but she prefer not to. So it's just like, if you don't know how to be by yourself and yeah. understand yourself and actually understand what you like instead of liking what other people like, um, you're going to be lost. And I think it's another thing about kind of maybe controlling how much you decide to use social media as well. Because as you said, like social media, you only see what people want you to see. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these times, like I follow a lot of like fashion stuff and like stuff like that on Instagram and obviously you're seeing a lot of these girls and their face beat all the time they're wearing the best clothes Mm. so it's just like for some people if they don't know who they are they'll just and you know like also some people are naive in the sense that oh that person's so pretty oh I'm not like that oh that means like only pretty on the Instagram yeah exactly and they actually forget like when I look at that now I'm just thinking I'll just wait until the makeup comes mm-hmm. off for some of them that makeup is hiding the box I'll catch you in the street when you go to the shop you know what I'm saying like, I'll see the real you <laughs> because there are some people they like I can tell like some people I know when I saw them without makeup I could not recognise them you won't believe it I couldn't the girl had to come up to me to say hello I did not recognise her some of them they'll look sick so it's just like people are hiding they could possibly be hiding their own insecurities and now you're basing your insecurities off what off their insecurities mm-hmm. are the same thing. Then you're spending your own money for what? Trying to look up to them and they ain't really go at themselves. Trying yeah. to aspire to be what you see they are but they ain't. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Yeah, and ch- like. Chances are the people you're trying to impress, you probably look better than them. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're probably a lot better than them. These times, these people that you're trying to impress, they themselves, they're out here doing the contour, the foundation, yeah, exactly. heavy makeup, um, 35-inch Ugandan weave, not even Brazilian. You said Ugandan? Like, like, God, that's the first I haven't heard, heard that one. It's not Brazilian. It's because they're looking like horsehair weave right here. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, in this generation, it's honestly like a... Like a race type of thing. Yeah. Everyone wants to prove to everyone that they're going like that. It's funny that you actually bring up weave because, like, even now when I think about it, like, for me, because I know I look quite young for my age. I've been like, went to doctors recently. The lady thought I was under 18. (laughs) So it's that peak. I I know that feeling. (laughs) 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 I'm happy it's not just me. And I was like, when I look at some girls now, especially like at 16 or 15, I don't know what you're doing with human hair weave and nails. Like at that age, I was happy to get synthetic weave. <laughs> wait, there's, there's human hair? Yeah, I never know about that. So, so synthetic and human, wait. Brazilian hair is human hair. So it'll be off the head of someone else. But... <laughs> but then synthetic is like, maybe it could be... I don't know if it's mixed with horse hair. What? No, I'm not sure, but it's not like it's not human hair at the end okay. of the day. And it's just like it kind of links in with the materialistic things. It's because like younger girls, they now see like people doing it and it's now becoming normalised and then they forget like when people wear weaves, they look older, especially when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing sixteen year olds that look older than what's it, older than me. And I'm I'm four years I'm four years older than them. Mm. So it's just like, yeah, man. When I was in year eleven, the year sevens looked they, they look smaller, yeah, but now yeah, yeah they look bare old. old they are scary. And it's all about social media because yeah. now they're seeing this. Always seeing girls with weave, weave, weave. 
this is another thing that annoys me is like to do with natural hair then they're forgetting like what they have themselves mm -hmm. so it's just yeah like we said before it's aspiring to be other people and like weave is another story in itself because obviously it is good for maintenance whatever for other people but like it's now getting into the younger generation and this is why more problems are coming across as well because when what's it young girls are getting moved by men what can you say yeah. You're gonna spend five to fifteen in jail, <laughs> boy. You ain't careful. Hey, fam, HMP Pentonville incoming. Matt <laughs> said incoming. You ain't gonna bust that case, boy. Fam, just plead guilty and, and accept the L. <laughs> Golly. No, but I, I got a quick question. You know when you're talking about weave in it? And you said the synthetic. Like, when I was saying horse hair, I was like joking in it. Yeah. Is it actually mixed with horse hair? No, do you know what? I think that might be a joke. I think I was in school one time and someone or someone said to me, oh, you have horse hair in your hair? That was a white Bear person. Bear used to say that. Bear used to go up to girls and say that. I never understood. That used to piss me off. I've never heard that of was with braids. Oh, like, I mean, like, I've never heard of it. What, horse hair? <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, synthetic hair is usually fibres. Yeah. It's usually, sorry, I don't know what the horse hair thing, I think it's because it was just, you know, itching at the back of my head when that guy said that. But, you know, it's usually, it's usually fibres. Okay. Like on, plastic. Or donated hair, like not Brazilian plastic. hair. And even the, Indian hair, whatever it is. And even the Brazilian thing, so, so it's human hair taken from another human head yeah to put on so, so they could possibly donate their hair or they will yeah do i've it seen that money. yeah i've so, seen it on uh yeah. you know, like videos of her they'll force girls to cut their hair and shit one right. dish shall yeah. never end like literally it's crazy do you think cool. it's going to get worse though like the materialistic thing yeah with I the think. next yeah. generation because we, we're living in a materialistic world people are forgetting who they are mm. they literally and they literally seen instagram Every, everyone's on Instagram. Everyone's on their phones nowadays. So how yeah. are you going to get young kids off that? I'm seeing year sevens with <laughs> iPhone. In year seven, I had what? Is yeah, it you know the flip one, isn't the it? Motorola one. Motorola. 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 <laughs> Don't lie, boy. <laughs> and that was I fun. knew it was at that end. I think you're my boss. You're my Oh, I love it, my boss. Yeah. So I don't have enough for the pay for it. Whoa. That's kind of. So oh, if something happened to you, that would have been it. That would have been it. Like, like them, them shows in it where you just get deaded. Would you, would you give your child a phone? Yeah. In school. It depends on the, t on the age. Yeah. No, year How seven. If no, they're going to school by no. themselves. When I raised my kids, yeah, they're being raised the way I was raised. They're going out running bikes. They're getting a brick phone. They're, they're going through the whole process, and then they're going to get introduced to iPhone. I give a shit. Yeah, yeah that I can accept. From, from we still got, I think we still got like a Sony Ericsson sitting in our yard. But the way technology is moving, do you still think there'll be brick phones like? No. no, no, yes, they will because of the old people. Oh, yeah, you gotta buy them now and you gotta put them in a little box. You the little take box, like, my kids, and you gotta store it. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> store it under the bed somewhere. <laughs> like, you know, them phones that just made the transition to um, sound, to um, smartphone, mm. so you still got the buttons, but you still got touch screen. 
Okay. Yeah. Samsung took a light. Yeah. Oh, shit. You sure got the phone? That phone? way she said that. She just said the name like that. The way I begged for that phone, I can never forget it. It had internet. It had internet. Do you remember that Nokia that was uh, the little square one? Yeah. What, the standard brick one? No, not the brick one, G, the square. What about LG chocolate? Wait, what, you say, what do you mean by was square? It, it was an actual square. <laughs> oh, what is it? <laughs> with, the, with the buttons on the side. Wait. Oh, no. No, no, no. You know what I'm talking about, innit? Did they, like, come out? Like, was that, like, a keyboard, like, came out There was no keyboard. It was a, bro, it was like this. It didn't it even have, like, it didn't look like Blackberry either. Hmm? It didn't look like Blackberry. Mm-mm. It was one Wait. square, like. <laughs> Let me okay. Google it real quick. That was important from Nigeria. <laughs> you know my mum, yeah? Nigeria she literally has brick phones as her backup phone. She has, a, a, like, a heavy... Oh, these, these brick phones are heavy. Let me tell you that. What's a heavy? They, they, there's brick... Oh, it's Nokia. And then she also has this, like, little pink Nokia that, like, slides up. It literally... It That's slides. my parents for like a mobile. Like a mobile. <laughs> that legendary Hello. SIM card there. This one. You are. That's not a phone. Oh, that's a phone. Oh, that's a phone. I'm gonna listen. I don't know how we oh, done it. Like, how did we text back in the day? Like, you have to. You have to hold it. Keep pressing the button. It was pain when you just missed the go in it. See, I had to restart it. That was me as well. 2008 must have been very difficult technology wise. Cool. No, but that's what's weird because of like the world keeps advancing. And we're just adapting. Like, because I got a new phone, then I had an iPhone at one point. When I look at the quality, I'm just like, oh, the quality looks so bad. But obviously, mm. when I first got that phone, I was just like, oh, the best this phone ever, is like, amazing. The colours just and blind it's because my eyes. We're just adjusting because we just want more. Yeah. And it's, it's moving scary. real quick, man. I'm not going to lie. I feel like the camera on my old phone is better than the camera on my on my current phone. Nah, man. I feel the only good thing about it is that they're stronger. You got a new thing, Bims? Stronger phones. No, like, I had a... Um, the old school a, phones are stronger. I had a Galaxy phones. S3 Mini oh, before, yeah. innit? Oh, yeah. Now I've got A3. But I feel like the camera on that one is better than this one. Because you've seen the stories on my snap plaque. Even, what's his name? I'm not going to say names here, but you know my man. He said, oh, that the snaps. It looks like on pictures from my Instagram. Do you know what I miss as well? With the old phone, yeah. Even if the battery does run out by running it, you got to be sitting there for 16 hours on your phone to run out. But even then, at least you could take the battery out, keep the spare battery Isn't it? And put something in. You can't even take these one out. No. Like. No. There's no, there's no, 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 no screw it, like. <laughs> no, that's you know, YouTube it, buy the bits off Amazon, and <laughs> <laughs> really do your own stick. surgery. <laughs> Go to one of them shop, them corner shops. Oh, yeah, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I love? I love the fact that I'm Indian, yeah, and Indian can't tell I'm Indian. So they're talking at those little corner shops, oh, yeah, yeah, about, oh, how much are we charging? And then one of them, I'm telling you, this, these two Indian men, no matter what business you go to, they're always arguing. One of them saying, oh, but we only paid this much. And the other one was like, so what? We need to make money. <laughs> All of this time. So then I can hear them saying, we paid like 2p for this, and, you, and we're going to charge 30p. I'm like, Excuse me. They didn't know. <laughs> I just heard what you said. <laughs> now you're going to charge me two fees, you dumbass. That's coming from India, isn't it? So. Hilarious. Oh.
by the way, they're closing, so they're just waiting for us to finish up. Swear down. <laughs> oh, I like that. Have you finished all the topics that we was going to... All right, cool, yeah. So you just quickly round it up. For sure. All right, all right so just, guys, just give one, one, one tip or advice that you would give in terms of today. Go on. Eradicate judgment. Everyone should stop judging and then all the pressure's off for yourself and everyone else. I agree. Um, mine is <laughs> just be secure in yourself and who you are. Learn to find, learn to make your own happiness. Peace, love yourself, innit? <laughs> <laughs> Peace, love and unity. <laughs> yeah, like literally, just don't give a shit what anyone says. Yeah. Do you, innit? Like, eh. other people's opinions is none of your business. What other people think is none of your business. That is their own thoughts and their own mind. It does not matter. It does not concern you. So all, don't worry about what other people think. All other people's opinions are bullshit. Yeah. Just focus on you. You do you, and you do well. Simple. True. Say some opinions can hurt, but you just gotta learn to be thick-skinned. A lie. Or not give them power. Don't, don't give the words power. Don't Too let them affect yeah. you. Yeah. Well, mm. this is more than one. <laughs> <laughs> Topic four. All right, good night. Alright, guys. Alright, guys, this has been the By Fire by Force podcast. Thank you for EastEnders tune out at the end. My neighbor, what you send us like that stuff? Whoa! Alright, wrap this up. We've got to talk about this. You know what you Alright, cool. This is the By Fire by Force podcast. I've been your host, Spin Bowler. It's been a pleasure. Good night and God bless. You sound like the person of the